Good afternoon again. I'm Danielle Kelly, back with you, but now from the Steve Nelson Performance Studio. Welcome to another JPR Live session where we get to have conversations with all sorts of artists as well as unique in-studio performances. Today, our guest is all-female global folk vocal trio based mostly here in Southern Oregon, the Wild Honey Trio. It's Cerise Schachter, correct me if I'm getting, that I'm getting, if I'm getting these wrong, uh, Pia Lutzi, and Megan Danforth. You may have heard them around our region at the World Peace Flame Installation, Spirit Weavers Gathering, Southern Oregon Women's March, the Brit Festival, and with the Rogue World Music Group. Uh, Wild Honey Trio join us today ahead of their show tonight, presented by Peace Village at the First United Methodist Church in Ashland. That's 175 North Main Street, Ashland. Doors are at 7 o'clock tonight. Showtime tomorrow. is... Tomorrow. Oops, tomorrow. Oops, tomorrow. <laughs> what day is it? Where am I? Saturday. This, today is Friday the 13th, which is probably yeah. uh, what I'll nope, that slip to. It's tomorrow, eclipse. Saturday the 14th. Uh, doors are at 7 o'clock. Showtime is 7.30. If you'd like some more information and advanced tickets, that's available at Peace Village Festival. Dot .org. Welcome to the studio ladies. It's so wonderful to have you. Thanks Thank Danielle. You. Thank you. And it looks like we are in for some additional accompaniment to your beautiful vocals today. Can you maybe say hello and also introduce the instruments you brought in with you? Sure. Um, I'm Suri Schachter and I'm sitting on a cajon drum today that I'll be playing a little bit of. I'm Pia Luzzi and I have a harmonium which is a type of small organ uh, with reeds and bellows, and I'll be playing that in addition to some foot percussion. And I'm Megan, and uh, I have recently picked up our most quintessential American folk instrument, uh, the old-time banjo, clawhammer banjo style. So I'll play that on one of our pieces today. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, it's always great to just dive in and start with a song. What would you like to begin with today? Um, we're going to start with um, one that uh, many people ha are familiar with who have heard us before. Um, it is a Hungarian, traditional Hungarian song called Sedelem. Um, this particular arrangement is by uh, a woman in Kitka, a Bay Area choir um, that is just phenomenal in East European singing. And uh, the translation of this is really about... Uh, the torment of love, rather, you know, it's kind of, um, love, love, wretched suffering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really kind of speaks to like, couldn't it just blossom for everyone? Hmm. Right. Oh. And, um, and yet yes. we all have to suffer, um, the, the, um, the waves, the trials and tribulations, but also the beauty of, of love. So this is Sedalem. Sedelem, Sedelem, Atkozot Gyatrelem, Sedelem, Sedelem, Atkozot Stop. 
Honey Trio live at JPR. Beautiful tune. And you said the name of that was? Sedalem. And that's a Hungarian tune. It's a Hungarian mm-hmm. uh, song. It's a, un, a non-traditional arrangement. Uh, singing in... Well, one of the things that's kind of cool about this project is we've all spent um, a lot of time studying various uh, world folk singing traditions. And... Um, and in Hungary, actually, it's generally a monophonic tradition. They don't have harmonies often. So, um, but this, you know, is where folk music evolves and calls forth the inspiration of the lineage holders that go from one, you know, singer to the next, and and we carry our stories, you know, that are all um, something we share, you know, mm-hmm. across cultures and uh, beyond borders. That's beautiful. So. Thank you. All three of you are originally from the far corners of the United States. We've got West Coast, East Coast, the Great Lakes. How did you, um, who's who's from where and how did you all <laughs> end up converging here in Ashland? Yeah, it's kind of a wonderful story. Um, I moved to Ashland from the Bay Area in 2009. And even as I was still packing up my apartment to move up here to come live with my uh, beloved, now husband, uh, Megan was dreaming of envisioning of starting the Rogue World Music Ensemble, this choir. She had a vision for bringing world music to people, both for the experience of the joy of singing it together and for sharing it. So she was really excited and revving up the engines to begin that enterprise. And I remember just getting, this was before smartphones and anything, I remember getting voice messages from this woman saying, <laughs> Hi, this is Megan. I'm starting a choir. I heard you direct choirs. I heard you're moving here. And it turned out that our houses are about four houses away from each other, which I didn't know at the time. And she was indeed starting this amazing uh, project, this world music project. And so kind of before I had even unpacked very much, I was in her living room uh, bringing my experience with world music and folk music to meet hers. And uh, we started singing together and started off with directing and administering that group. And it wasn't long before this lovely soul, Pia, came. uh, Yeah, tell how, how did you get here and how did you find us? To Oregon? Yeah, yeah, and to us. (laughs) Well, I was raised on the East Coast. I was raised in Connecticut and went to school in Boston and just, I guess, always felt like a fish out of water in the Northeast. And so as soon as I could, I packed my car and drove cross country and moved um, to Portland and then after some years of traveling and, and studying, um, studying folk music traditions abroad, I landed here and I couldn't really say how I landed here. I had a friend who had moved here and it seemed like a good place to land for a little while. I was road weary from a lot of travel, a lot of time overseas. And I walked into an audition for Rogue World Music <laughs> that Cerise was my auditioner and yeah, she was like, well, actually, would you like to sing with our women's trio? 
<laughs> she texted me and she was like, I think I think we found our girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'd been studying uh, Indian classical music for maybe five years or so at that point, And I had sung a Rajasthani folk song for them with my tambora. And she was like, wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I remember I had all kinds of auditions come through, as you can imagine. And then this woman, you know, it's like, I'd like to audition. And when you came, I remember like your first few notes out of you, I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> and instead of just saying, you know, oh, you can be in the choir, I was like, I think I'd like to enjoy the rest of this song very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, so the is the Rogue, uh, the Rogue World Ensemble and, and Rogue World Music, are those two different uh, organizations? So um, in 2009, um, we started the Rogue World Ensemble. That's the choir. That is the choir. And um, and then the organization evolved from that, like from the success and the vision of the chorus itself, we ended up developing a number of other programs, um, including partnering with the city of Ashland, Ashland Parks and Rec for the you know Ashland World Music Festival. Um, there is uh, ongoing you know programming in the Talent Phoenix and schools of world music education and um, and a lot of other cultural um, projects that support artists and culture bearers in in their own pursuits. You know, trying to lift up. Um, those folks in our community and beyond who are really preserving um, world folk music traditions. Um, actually, the Rogue World Ensemble uh, intentionally closed its program after 10 years of concerts right before COVID, um, which ended up being a very auspicious decision because we were, we were able to intentionally bring together all of our partners and collaborators and have a beautiful show here in the SOU Recital Hall um, and celebrate 10 years of performances um, in this community. Uh, and then after that, it was like six weeks later that all the choirs across the United States wow. were suddenly halted mm -hmm. by masks <laughs> and the whole a pandemic. Um, and so in a way, we, we really felt like there was something, like we were able to hold on to that gem of what we'd done at that time. Sure. Um, and there were reasons behind that, but you know, that's kind of another story. Mm -hmm. And you came to this corner of the world corner of the United States from the Great Lakes area? Yes. So I grew up um, kind of in the metro Detroit area, you know. Um, I grew up around quite a bit of music. My my dad was a multi-instrumentalist. And yeah, so, uh, but I found myself out west um, via my my partner and my, my husband of 20 years here. So yeah, I, I really you know, the the project of Rogue World that actually brought us all together. I just want to kind of give a shout out for that, the impact of um, an incredible organization called Village Harmony, which has been doing world music, choral programs, and um, bringing teachers here to, to impart their knowledge and share their knowledge and songs with so many... Um, young and old alike for like 30 years. And, and they are the folks that really um, impacted me so deeply that I wanted to start our my, our own chorus here because we didn't have a choir that was particularly focused on that repertoire. Sure. Mm -hmm. So the Rogue Music, the Rogue World Ensemble is sort of 
retired, but, it the, is ro- retired. but the Rogue uh, World Music carries um, on. Mm-hmm. Where can listeners find more information? Is there a website or yep, a place? Yep, rogueworldmusic.org. Mm-hmm. Actually, you can find lots of cool stuff. In fact, um, I loved the uh, new vision that they just did last first Friday, um, where it was Gather Around. Cerise was a part of that, too, um, at their offices on 5th Street. Um, where we had a number of, of world musicians throughout the railroad district, all representing different areas oh, of the fun. world, which is planned seasonally for, through Rogue World. So Beautiful. How mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we'd love to hear another song. What would you all like to play now? Um, we're going to do a banjo tune uh, by Ola Bell Reed. Um, she is um, a really uh, iconic uh, female banjo player. Um, from North Carolina, and this is one of her sorrowful tunes. I recently moved to Appalachia, to North Carolina. Um, I guess it was two years ago now, so we're bringing some of that flavor into our set. Yeah, (laughs) it's fun.
Wild Honey Trio live in the Steve Nelson Performance Studio here at JPR. It's Cerise, Megan, and Pia. Beautiful. Uh, Cerise, you mentioned earlier that you, before moving here, had been conducting choirs, and uh, I read somewhere that you're affiliated as a, a, a leader and a student rabbi at one of our local synagogues. Is that, I read that right? Yeah, that's right. How cool. Whenever I hear about uh, a musician... Uh, you know, in rabbinical studies, I think, oh, well, I wonder, are they, you know, training to be a cantor or, and, and then I wondered, what's the, di I don't even know the difference between <laughs> being a cantor and a rabbi. And I just wondered how that um, educational path is, you know, crosses with music or if it does. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, let's say I learned Hebrew and a lot of Jewish prayers through learning how to sing them. And that was, I was already a musician when I kind of started falling deeply in love with the Jewish tradition and Jewish spirituality. And so my musical skills kind of parlayed me onto the leadership uh, arena of Judaism without knowing very much, but quickly realized that um, it was a deep uh, spark that was kind of going off in my heart. And I started studying a long time ago. I'm actually a uh, Jewish meditation teacher certified as that and also as a Jewish storyteller, which is called a Magid or a Magida for women. And now I am kind of on the path to becoming a rabbi, slowly but surely. Yeah. And that doesn't intersect too much with music, although at the Havara here in Ashland, I am the musical director as well as a student rabbi. And so I wear a lot of hats there. It's a small crew and we all kind of fill a different roles and... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, they intersect in the sense that music from the Jewish world and the Jewish diaspora has always really lit my heart up, and so um, it allows me to sing with musicians and, and play music with musicians who also feel that shared love and bring those those musics to life in a new way. Yeah. yeah. Do you three as a trio sing any uh, folk songs in Hebrew? We sure do. We do. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, gosh, we will tomorrow night. You'll see yeah. the tomorrow night. You'll hear those tomorrow night. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just a reminder, this trio, the Wild Honey, is performing tomorrow night, October 14th, Saturday night at the First Methodist Church in Ashland. You can find tickets and information at peacevillage.org. Um, and let's see, Megan, I guess I was uh, going to ask you about developing the rogue music, uh, world music, but we've already kind of covered that um, and talked about the, the formation of that. And um, what do you still have a role there within that organization? I don't. You know, I um, at a certain point, uh, actually, when the ensemble wrapped up, I uh, stepped aside. We'd, we'd taken a long time, many years, actually, to transition the leadership. The current executive director is now uh, Anna Byers, and um, there, okay. she's leading a great team and a great board. Fellow SOU alumna. Um, <laughs> yep. So, you know, she's just done great things um, since I've stepped away. Um, but, you know, I really, I, I ended up in that role where I was doing more administrative fundraising and nonprofit leadership, which I, I loved and I thrived in for a long time. And then I really wanted to step back and, and let it go and blossom and evolve under new leadership and return to infusing my own uh, creative process with other studies, you know. So that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. More time for yeah. the honeys. <laughs> I, um, yeah. During COVID, it was really a very cool time, actually, f for many musicians to, to spend more time not out performing and actually in, in study. In um, you know, that was kind of the flip side of the performance situation um, kind of coming to a halt 
but then there was actually opportunities that opened up for many musicians across the world to then kind of reach students that were farther away through the kind of sudden emergence of Zoom world, Mm -hmm. you know. So all of these teachers actually were, many were able to expand their, their, um, you know, their influence in that way. And I, and I, uh, benefited from that, studying with a woman in, in Budapest, you know, for a year, you know, across 11-hour time difference. <laughs> wow, how cool. Yeah. Beautiful. And Pia, I know that you are also um, have a solo artist career and tour internationally. Um, is that the, is, is, are you just a performer under your name or is there, a, do you have a moniker? Yeah, I just go by Pia. Just by Pia. Because the spelling of both my first and last name throws people off enough that I figured the first name is sure <laughs> enough. And so I read that uh, you were living abroad. Maybe it was tour- you're touring abroad or living abroad. You're living on the East Coast now? I'm currently living in North Carolina, yeah. And touring, uh, For are you all touring as a trio and are you touring uh, as a solo artist? And how do you balance the two uh, enterprises? Well, we haven't toured so much as a trio. We've done little regional things, uh-huh. um, you know, both Megan and Cerise being mamas and then with everything that was just having very full lives, we've we've done just a little bit. Um, but yeah, for about 10 years, I had a, a pretty full on touring career, mostly in Europe, um, but internationally. And um, I've also kind of slowed that down and COVID was sort of a blessing in that way. Um, just started teaching a lot more and, and doing online courses and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I'm actually teaching a workshop on Sunday, the day after the concert. Um, you know, my focus has really been in, uh, Gaelic songs. That's a, a large part of my ancestry. So I've spent a lot of time, um, over in Ireland, I've spent time living and studying over there in the Gaeltacht in the areas where Irish is still spoken. Um, I actually just flew back from Ireland on Tuesday, flew in wow. here. And um, and so, yeah, the, I'll be teaching a workshop that is one part, you know, singing and voice cultivation and one part Gaelic song study. And that's at Elder Apothecary here in town from two to five on Sunday. And the tickets or registration for that is up on Elder's website. Oh, wow. Great. Don't Thanks. miss it. Yeah, and you'll hear that. some tunes from that region as well tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So. We will post on our social media um, uh, from this session and we'll try to include all these links so that you can Thank find you. any of these workshops and concerts. We can uh, guide you to them. Thank you. Um, yeah. We have, and while we're talking that, we've got um, social for you guys is Wild Honey Band. You can find the Wild Honey at Wild Honey Trio on Facebook. They also have a band camp, Wild Honey Trio. We have time for another song. What would y'all like to wrap up with? So we're going to actually sing a lullaby from the Celtic tradition. Uh, this is a Welsh song called Arlenamore, which means down by the sea.
Well, it's the Wild Honey Trio live in the JPR Steve Nelson Performance Studio. Thanks, everyone, for coming in. This is lovely. Um, if you'd like to hear them live in Ashland Saturday night, that's at the First Methodist Church in Ashland. Doors are at 7. 7.30 is the show. That is uh, peacevillagefestival.org for tickets and information. Pia has a, show, uh, has a workshop on Sunday at Elder Apothecary, downtown, 2 to 5. 2 to 5, downtown Ashland. And we're also going to re-air this show. If you're just tuning in and miss missed the first half or you just want to re-listen, we're going to air this on our folk show, which airs Sunday, 6 to 9 o'clock, probably, Dave said, maybe about 7.30. We can hear this again. And our live sessions are also archived on our website, on the music uh, live sessions page, also findable on Google, on Spotify and uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing music with thanks, us. Thanks, Danielle. I hope you have a wonderful show. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Thank yeah. you. This session is engineered by the great John Griffin of Luna Zen Studios. Thank you so much, John. Woo-hoo. I'm Danielle Kelly, and uh, Open Air will continue right after this. <laughs> 